0: Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like...
1: Podcasts, but like a mosh pit.
0: And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. i talking sports to politics, to back and forth, to to fit. the now I'm coming back for more. Ring, ring, really big, blame. out with the clowny thing. With the comedians, with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Culture Kings.
1: So you guys know what I just did this weekend? What? I went to Double Dare Live.
0: Oh, oh really?
1: Yeah, like that they're on tour. On? Well, the show is still on. Liza uh, Liza Koshy hosts mm-hmm. it with Mark Summers, but they're on tour right now. And I remember when I was a shorty, I went to the tour. Uh, <laughs> it was guts and Double Dare. I wow. was like ten, right? And they come through the crowd and they pick people to do the show, and it was me, and my mom, my cousin, and her mom. And I feel like, or maybe it was just me, my mom, and my cousin, and we needed one more kid, and we were trying to steal a kid from somebody (laughs) else's family, but nobody else would give us their kid, so they didn't let us go on stage, and that scarred me for 22 years. (laughs) Uh, And I went last night and got on stage.
0: Oh, Oh, good. That's so cool. Got pied in the
1: face. Wish fulfillment. Huh?
0: I said wish
2: fulfillment.
1: I know, right? It's so weird, too, because Mark Summers is... I say this and people think I'm lying, but he is the reason I wanted to become an entertainer.
2: Because I yeah. used to
1: like pretend that. like I was a host. I would get like the clothes hamper and unroll all the paper towel so I could have a big-ass mic and just pretend to be Mark Summers when I was a kid. So it was really dope to meet his old ass. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 70 now. Yeah, I worked it's on so a fucking sh- weird.
0: show with him a couple of years ago. Yeah. He is a producer now. He has a production company.
1: Yeah, he's in like food shit too, right?
0: I don't know, he, he? does like
1: food, didn't he do Unwrapped? Y'all remember did, that?
0: Oh, he did do Unwrapped.
2: Y'all remember
1: Unwrapped? You remember Unwrapped? It was,
2: I loved that show. They like would talk about the history of Twinkies and stuff. Yeah. Like you'd like go into yeah. the factory.
1: Yeah, they talk about like, yeah, just the way food is made. But mostly candy. I
0: yeah, want to go back yeah, yeah. to when there was Coke and Coca Cola. <laughs> <Did laughs> so, they, like what? 1935. They used to put
2: coke, cocaine yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's
0: what the name is from. It also
2: was supposed really? to be like a throat coating. It was
0: supposed to be like a cough syrup type. Also, how are you getting Coke for like 25 cents? Like, that's that, that literally real coke. had, I know, but it like that's, literally had cocaine in it. I'm yeah. like, man, if how much would it cost? It would be like 20 bucks a pop for It would be coke. like 20 yeah. bucks.
1: That's shit. I would buy it. No, I wouldn't. I
0: would, and everyone's like, "Wow, she's so productive today." Well, it's because I'm
1: coked out, baby. Uh, that's wild. I did not know that. I thought that was an urban legend.
0: No, I. Cocaine. I'm pretty sure it's true. Yeah.
1: What else they put cocaine? I wonder what they put in our shit. Well, they we did it a know. lot in medicine. They uh-huh. did a
0: lot. Like they would use cocaine a lot in medicine. Mm. Um. I mean, to be fair, it is an upper. So an I'm sure upper. if you were sick or down or depressed, getting a little bit of coke was like made you feel better. My
2: dad, before I was born, uh, he would put cocaine on bee stings.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's dead now, he so I can say that. Just okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, 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 so that was definitely his <laughs> type. of... Like, oh, you of got a bee sting? Uh-huh. Oh, well, let me go get the cocaine, baby.
2: Hold on. Yeah, no, that was his vibe for sure.
1: I love that. I My family, my family was is stereotypical black where. We are just like, yo, go take Robitussin. <laughs> right,
0: right, right. That's
1: not a joke. That is straight up black household. Uh-huh. Robitussin, prey, uh, <laughs> and mm-hmm. and butter.
0: In a I don't know why
1: butter. Latinx but butter.
0: families, it's Vicks VapoRub. Vicks. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what they use for everything.
1: My gr- Yeah. They'd be putting it on everything. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my knees hurt. Go get me the Vicks. <laughs> it's like, Ain't that supposed to open your sinuses up? Nah, it opened my knees up too. <laughs> yeah. My grandma, oh, I'll never forget this. I was I was a kid and my grandma fell down the flight of stairs into the basement, which is awful. Uh but instead of going to the doctor, she just asked for Ben Gay. And we were like, Woman, if you don't play, oh like, let's take you to you just <laughs> fell down non-carpeted basement steps (laughs) (laughs) the entire flight not even like halfway down you slipped at the top step and went down 12 steps (laughs) and hit the bottom and you just won't been gay
2: i love that it's
1: so crazy how that
2: strength of character just like real sheer will
1: i
0: know i know like when i don't know um i can't remember what it's called but my mom would put herbs on my chest. She would get like a sack. It was literally a sack of herbs. It was like a cloth sack. You put hot herbs in it and then she would put it on my chest. She also put like onions in my socks. It was wild wild. Yeah, I I was like a stew (laughs) I'm actually
1: (laughs) He was like Danny soup
0: you are
3: seasoning me Somebody
0: listening Will remember what it's called But yeah That uh, happened to me I've heard the onions In the socks before That's something my
2: grandma Would do too Yeah Yeah. What's
1: some weird What's some weird shit That your family would do Instead of like Actual medicine
2: Oh I have like Blocked out most of my childhood So I can't (laughs) can't really remember That's
1: fair That's fair My granddad Had high blood pressure since I was a kid and every day he would chop up garlic, boil it in water, and then drink it.
0: Did it work? Uh, yeah. I, right?
1: I mean he's still alive, so I guess it worked, but <laughs> to, a <degree. laughs> to a degree. It smelled terrible <laughs> every day. And then he would always and he's like a he's a personable dude. So he's like a talking your face type dude. <laughs> I like love that. Granddad get out of my like you just drank garlic water <laughs> like oh. that's it just straight garlic <laughs> water no no other flavor it was so nasty but we love them you know what I want to do what I want to do guts live
0: you should you should be a host I no like I mean could... just
1: be a Contestant Okay but That's I feel lie. like
0: You should push yourself I don't know who your I mean, reps are But like push To be a host I feel I'm like I'm doing
1: it I'm doing that too No no no, no. I mean like, like my show on it, My show on Well Yeah your yeah, show yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah
0: yeah But I'm saying like You like I don't know Go meet with Nickelodeon
2: <laughs>
3: Hell
1: yeah <laughs> Just take a general yeah.
2: I bet they are like looking for more content you should probably yeah right,
1: you guys isn't right. slime
2: time live back sort of what maybe i made that up in my mind what's slime but... time
1: live i don't even remember oh really that. it was no. like a
2: game show it was like Wipeout style game show like there were yeah. like tasks that you had to do and like race against somebody and whoever lost would get slimed with like the green slime
1: oh shit i don't remember that I re- oh yes I d- did the dude who uh who hosted it did he dress up like a a superhero? Yes,
2: yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, okay,
1: I know you remember that show. No. Is This it, this is slightly after my time. Yeah, this
2: is like early two thousands, sort of.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So at this point, I was like, all right, I'm
2: out
0: of it. I'm I was over on Toonami. Right. I'm watching <laughs> Dragon
1: Ball Z now. <laughs> but yeah, because they they canceled all like the old school shows that I grew up with, like Legends of the Hidden Temples. Yeah.
0: You, like you moved from Rugrat. Rugrats all grown up. To um to Cowboy Bebop yeah it was like, there oh was my like goodness a, yeah. yeah that's a callback <laughs> let me
1: tell you something Rugrats all grown up people need to start putting respect on no Dude, it slaps they're it slaps. was good it no, I agree they're it was so good. awkward
0: looking <laughs> um, unless I know they're bringing it back so unless someone wants me to voice act in it which I love oh, Rugrats all grown up
1: <laughs> <laughs> but then they just bring back regular Rugrats right.
0: Yeah. So you can be a kid. You
1: know, you know they're going back down. they going mm-hmm. back down. I wonder
0: if they're gonna have Creese Summers, uh, because she's iconic.
1: Which one was she? Um I think was she, she was Susie? Susie. Yeah. But she's she been
0: everybody. Yeah. Um, Tommy Pickles. I can't remember. I want to e. say it's Daly. Tara Strong. Oh,
2: really?
1: E.G. Daly, I think, is Tommy Pickles, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think she...
0: Tara is in Rugrats. Oh. Um, I don't think Who
1: that was Ch- she... Chucky just died, right?
0: Well, um no, Chucky is uh, isn't Chucky Bart Simpson? Aren't those the same actresses? I have it's no Chucky. idea. It's Chucky. She's also Bart. She's also the voice of Oblina. Um, okay.
1: Uh, Tara Strong right? was Rugrats. Oh, what she was, was she? She was Rugrats. We, she was, let's find out, guys.
0: She's been in everything. She's, She's been so in everything, has. but I thought that she wasn't one of the original Rugrats. Mia, she might not be one of the kids.
1: She was Dill Pickles. Ooh. Oh, okay. She, she was, was Dill Pickles. I yeah, love. she was Dill Pickles. Dill was that dude. I like Dill.
2: It took me forever to realize that that was a pun
1: like I know. Like, I know. like actual like years yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also I uh, I wrote this sketch once for Robot Chicken that did not it got it did not get through but it was about uh uh Mr. and Mrs. Pickles I can't remember their names Dee Dee, 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 and, Dee and, and, and Stu, Stu. Yeah, Dee yeah Dee Dee and Stu Pickles going to that like doctor Dr. Lipschitz yes because Dee, Dee didn't want to vaccinate the kids and Stu did yeah because yeah. Dr. Lipschitz was like such a like holistic Whack!
1: He was such a whack, such a whack job. Yeah, that show. Going back and watching all those like classic shows, there's one reason I loved like 90s era Nickelodeon yeah. because, like, nerd You you guys just had the dude from uh, Our Real Monsters mm-hmm. on, and it was I so
2: love that show. Yeah, I love it, that show. It's
1: so cool to hear them talk about the process of how they made the shows because. Yeah, they were kid shows, but they just said, yo, let's just get writers in here.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I know that's still the case (laughs)
1: today, but I feel like, and like, I'm not the audience for Nickelodeon shows anymore. So this is a over uh, observation, that's not a word, observation. Uh, But I do feel like a lot of shows on Nickelodeon because like TV ratings are so much more important now. They like write down. Yeah, a lot I do feel of, like a
2: lot of kids shows talk down to their audience, which I really don't. I really don't appreciate because I like love animation and I love children's TV, and it's like, like, do you remember the show Cow and Chicken? Yeah. yeah. So it was like that was like pretty incendiary if you go back and watch it now, but yeah. like adults can watch it and enjoy it, and that's how I think children's TV should be. Like kids aren't stupid.
0: No. No one cared about butts more than Cow and Chicken. Yes. Like, yeah. Way, <laughs> it's so funny because Brad Bird. um, Brought up how he was so obsessed with drawing hands because his mentor, who was, I think, the director of uh, the Rescuers, like the way that he drew furry little hands and stuff is how they went on to draw hands very specifically in the Iron Giant. And it's like that, but with butts for cow and chicken. (laughs) Like, I just remember big, (laughs) thick butts and it would zoom in on the butt and there was like that red guy and his butt. They just loved butts on that show.
1: They did, and they I loved pioneers. it. They were pioneers. It was such a weird <laughs> fucking show. It's so, so, so weird. So Ren same is, with
2: like Rocco's Modern Life or Ren and, Stimpy? Ren and Stimpy.
1: Ren and Stimpy is not a children's show. No, it, But I don't know how they got away with putting that on it was Nickelodeon. It a time. For so long, because it's not a children's show. It's so good. I love it. I love everybody. And I'm going to introduce you guys to okay. our guests in the room. First of all, if you haven't realized, ladies and gentlemen... It is another episode <laughs> where we have banned Edgar from the room. He's gone because we have the homie. Give it up one time for Danny Fernandez. I am back. You back. It's so funny, Danny. You've done, Me and you have done Culture Kings a couple times. Each time we do it, Edgar is not here. But you've also done it with Edgar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like whenever we have our episodes, they're like wild episodes. And then the one you did with Edgar was like, <laughs> so serious. And so. <laughs> that's cause it was
0: NP Edgar. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And um, I loved it. I loved it.
0: We were talking about how I'm in intensive group therapy before this started. And you were like, we can cut that or whatever. I'm like, well, I literally have like bared my soul on this. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> the one I with know. Edgar, I talked about like severe trauma. I know. Um, we talked
1: about ghosting on the one with ours. That
0: is traumatic. And
1: it is traumatic. I
0: think that's traumatic. Um, and then the
1: other one we just talked about porn.
0: We did, yeah. um, you know, it's a safe space. It's a safe space, it's Culture I, Kings. I think it's important for me being an entertainer and being in this industry to show people like the real side because I think if they just looked at my Instagram it'd be like, oh that's pretty, she's at New York Comic Con, she's at mm-hmm. this thing. And then it's like, oh no, this is like the work that I've put in to get over trauma Right. Um, in order to have a functional life.
1: Right, so. yeah, people don't, people, that's one reason why I'm not huge on Instagram as far as like I don't go on it as much, Mm -hmm. is because it is very much a, you're just seeing the moments we want you to see a lot of times. And even if we're like open and stuff like that on social media, you're still just seeing five to 10 second snippets. Like I was just crying my ass out before I recorded this video.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I put some Visine in and smiled and you n- would never know. True. You know.
2: A very manufactured presence.
1: I know. It's crazy. It's but so wild. But I also wild. think there's like
2: a there's a, a bell curve to being too open online cuz I feel like if you are too constantly open people will take, and sometimes this is good, but people will take that as a space to sort of put their trauma onto you.
0: Yeah. Totally. And
2: uh, sort of phrase it like they're asking for advice when like you can't absorb everybody's trauma. Like you have to be able to set boundaries and that can be really difficult.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. If you guys are wondering who that is, let's introduce you guys. She is a writer, comedian. I follow you on Twitter. You're very funny on Twitter. So I reached out, I was like, come to the show. We also have mutual friends so happy to have her ellery smith in the room what's up ellery How thank are you for you? having
2: me i'm good
1: oh good 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 writer for robot chicken yes it is wild that show is still on and i like, <laughs> yeah that's true i it's actually
2: i hear that all the time when i tell people what i do they go that show is still on
1: i honestly like jamie writes on that show right yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. love
2: of my life jamie loftus jamie
1: loftus is dope and she uh when she got on it i think it was like a season ago or two seasons ago two seasons ago I was like, damn, I haven't heard Robot Chicken in years. I did not know it was still a show. She actually,
2: her episodes are airing right now and people are having such a good reaction to them that it's like a really, just it's it's wonderful to see because she's so smart and she wrote this one about The Office that sort of like has, it sort of gently touches on like autistic topics Mm -hmm. and like the autism community really enjoyed it and it was just so nice to see people like love it like that. It's like really made my heart. So warm. Yeah.
1: yeah, she's dope. We gotta we gotta get Jamie on here. We haven't had Jamie on here. We gotta get her on. But is that how it works? You people have their. It's not just a series of sketches that different writers write. Is Oh it? no, it is. Those are oh, just okay.
2: her episodes. The sketches that exist inside the episodes she worked
1: on. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. So gotcha. like they
2: for one season they split up the episodes into like four chunks, right? So one writer will do like four. It's hard to explain. Yeah, <laughs> it's a rotating room. So like rooms change every four weeks. So Jamie and I have never been in a room together, but we worked okay. on the same seasons.
1: Oh, that's interesting. That's like, how is that? How is that? Well, from I'm, a I am. I am sure
2: that they're doing it to get away from guild rules. <laughs> ah. So it's it's fun. It's I I love it there. It's like a very uh, warm space. It's like surprisingly safe. Like you wouldn't guess, especially like because Adult Swim sort of has a, a weird history yeah. about uh, like diversity. But Robot Chicken is very good about like knowingly and actively trying to change that.
1: Okay, okay, okay. You also want to write, anime. you do write animation, I want to. You write, you're Mm -hmm. in the process of wanting to create an animated show, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, lucky that I have two TV projects right now that um, hopefully everyone gets to see in 2020. It's kind of wild being in this... Space because it's like the entire year I haven't been able to talk about anything that I've worked on, mm-hmm. so it feels like I have nothing to show. But now you can.
1: Can you talk about? Not stuff really. Now? Okay. Is the
0: one that you were talking the uh, depressive one
2: an animated series? No. Oh, interesting.
0: No, 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 no. Um, but uh, but I do have two animated things that I hopefully once these two go into production, I can, you can kickstart
1: them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I like grew up on animation and then i got to an age where people were like man you too old for that shit
2: i hate that i hate that and it's so weird it drives me crazy i wonder
1: i feel anime changed that though
2: yeah i agree and also like the wave of like adult like bob's burgers family guy the simpsons obviously but i do think that there's even in Hollywood, there's sort of like an idea that animation is not as important as live
0: action, and I just think that's bullshit. Like, it's yeah. just not
2: true. That's wow. why
0: I'm so glad uh, Into the Spider-Verse kind of changed that. Yes. I always call him Academy Award-winning Miles Morales. <laughs> 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 um, but when you look at the the ones that have won it like the past couple of years, I mean, they're really, like when I look at Zootopia, like they were really trying to tackle a topic right. uh, in a way that was accessible, I guess, for kids, but important um, and then I think we, you and I talked about this on our Looney Tunes episode that Brad Bird is super like, he, that's his trigger is when people say it's a kid's movie. I hate that. Um, Cause he's like, no, animation is for everyone. That's just the, also animation isn't a genre. Like that's the style that it's done in, but you can have horror animation. You can right. have rom-com. Like you can have, you know. There's this
2: movie called Waltz with Bashir. That's like an animated documentary and it's very dark and it's, that's such a good point. Like it's not a genre. It's a style.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's just the style that they're bringing it to you. Um, and so I think, like, Undone is trying to tackle a little bit of that. That's on Amazon, I mm. believe. Um, Bob Odenkirk and uh, I forgot her name from Alita Battle Angel. She's in it. But anyways, yeah. So people are definitely trying to tackle these topics in different – in animation. Yeah, Because I think, like – I don't know. I think we're in an escapism type of thing and you almost need to you can't just be like this show is about depression. It's like it, like BoJack Horseman. You know, that is a way that you can talk about those topics in a way that people actually want to watch it. Right. As a right. depressed person, I don't just want to like sit down and watch something sad. Right. I, wanna, <laughs> you know? I actually I wanna... find BoJack
2: Horseman hard to watch for that reason.
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I have like a very I have like pretty serious uh depressive episodes. I'm like working really hard on it, but watching that show just Touches at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It like yeah. pushes at those tendencies of mine.
1: Yeah. I don't watch it, but I, everybody says it's a great show. My- and I want to watch it.
0: I was going to say my triggers are any show that I auditioned for that I didn't get that's me it's so triggering that's people are me. like did you watch this I'm like I just can't yeah, I like t- that could have been me with me.
2: packets me yeah. with submitting packets I'm like okay three years in a row didn't get it not watching the show anymore yeah. it's
0: not even like a. it's just like a reminder of your failure yeah. so that's it's why so I it's so upsetting it's very it's painful I mean it's, it's something painful. you have to get over but it's just
1: nah I'm never going to get over <laughs> i be mad forever fuck y'all fuck y'all Hollywood uh, I'm and like then it that... gets
0: cancelled and I'm like see hell yeah. I had been in the room if I had been in the room it would
1: have have yo I'm, I'm petty yo when, when some shit that I didn't get on gets canceled I'd be like hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like Super Serves Bowl Sunday right. is hard Super Bowl Sunday is hard cause like eight commercials will oh, come yeah. on that I auditioned for and I'm like man that's why, that's why I don't, I don't act t- at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why
2: I, I don't act at all. I'm not it's doing commercials. I'm not it's into it. It's so competitive. It, to, this it's day, so I competitive.
1: Can't, to this day, I, I, don't, I mean, I've never really talked about this on the air because I don't want people at NBC to come for me. But to this day, <laughs> I can't watch Chicago PD uh, because it's wild. When I was moving here, I got cast in it, like cast in it. Mm-hmm. A week before, my shit was on its way to L.A., So I'm like, oh shit, like now I'm scrambling, like getting my shit back here. I'm staying on my mom's couch at the time because I gave up my place. Uh, And I'm like, all right, I'm going to be in Chicago for at least another six months, right? Um, Day before I go to meet like wardrobe and people like that to like start getting fitted and everything like that, I get a call. From NBC, well, from my agent saying, NBC changed your role to a white woman. Oh
3: (laughs) my goodness.
1: And you're officially released. Wow. And I was like, all right.
3: That one you can hold on to forever.
1: That's a sign. I need to leave and also fuck chicago pd <laughs> wow forever
0: oh wow. you <laughs> like, are a much forever. better person than me because even though i have like ties to st- i would i would a thousand percent tweet about it <laughs> No,
1: i'm yeah, w- yeah. you're much better i mean this was thankfully 7 years ago this was 2012 yeah. but so i've had time but i'm still i'm mad at the whole franchise chicago pd can go <laughs> fuck itself <laughs> chicago fire can go fuck itself chicago md and I'm from Chicago. Chicago can go fuck itself. Like, <laughs> <So laughs> Dick Wolf can go fuck itself.
2: <laughs> I do it's think wild. that you're you're allowed to hold on to that one. That no, I'm gonna that's, hold on to that. That's pretty one, bad.
1: Probably. Yeah, yeah. NBC is wild. They did that shit with a homie of mine for uh, the Mindy Project too. She was in the pilot. She was Mindy's best friend, uh, Day- Dana DiLorenzo. Lorenzo. Uh, and the pilot came out, and she heard she got dropped, and she heard them say. We like everybody, but that Italian chick, no. And replaced her just with like a blonde. Whoever her best friend became in the show.
0: My issue is never, if you're gonna cut me, cut me for a better Latina. She better, yeah. like she can act better than me or whatever and you're like, I'm sorry, but she did like 10 years at NYU. I'm like, sure. But if, if you replace me with so, like, it is also upsetting that we're seen as so easily replaceable. Yeah. Or that like we're, we're pulling it down in some way.
2: Yeah, I think also like something about them replacing with you with somebody they consider to be more palatable, right? Like to the audience is very, it's upsetting. Is very upsetting, and it's also like, so many TV shows do not reflect like what the world actually looks like. Mm-hmm. So to just stick another white person in there is like so tone deaf and like blind to yeah. like who is actually watching the show,
1: right? Especially a show like The Mindy Project, where especially a show oh, like yeah. The Mindy Project, you know, it, it's just like why why can't her best friend not be the stereotypical white woman (laughs) like it makes no sense but I'm sure they're all great people who knows I don't know (laughs) I'm trying to work out it's not the actors it's
0: the executive. oh it's It's definitely not the actors oh yeah it's the
1: executive it's always it's the network NBC is
0: Also I think like what are the jokes that you find funny is like jokes to us that are funny not the same like you know what I mean it's like what are these white executives there's a reason they gravitate and have a bias towards this actress it was like oh I I, you know what she reminds me of me when I was younger and you just don't have that when you're a person of color when the executives are older white people. I also
2: think that like and this is something I experienced in stand up right like I grew up like not seeing anybody who reflected me or my voice and so I had to like throw my experience onto another person and be able to like relate that way and i think specifically white men just don't have to do that because every piece of content is catered to them so they never have to like put themselves in somebody else's shoes to enjoy the content and then when they make it it's like well i'm just gonna make stuff for people like me and it's just you know
1: yeah it's wild too because that's the thing it's so funny we especially people of color we're where we have to get everything (laughs) We have to get, because everything is fucking thrown in our face and also the shit that we're living. And it's a rude awakening when you grow up and realize that not everybody is like my fiance didn't know who James Brown was. You're kidding. And I almost left her ass. <laughs> I was just like, it's, he's
2: very famous. It's, I was like, where the,
1: who the, where, what? Where
2: have you been? What? Wow. How the
1: fuck do you not know who James Brown wow. is? Like, even if you don't know his music, mm-hmm. just the name James Brown, like, come on. But and, and for me, like something like that is, is like not knowing the happy birthday song.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, this isn't the or same. Or like share It would but, be like yeah, not knowing who yeah, Cher is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't listen to no damn share, but, but I know, know who, who is. Cher yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I know at right. least a song. I know. Do
0: you, boo? Yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> i yeah. going just say this isn't the same but uh, at Anime Expo I was leaving uh, and this guy that I was dating uh, they were setting up for the ESPYs and he was like what are the ESPYs and I was like what what how do you go this long in America and not know what the ESPYs are was he in I entertainment know. Yes, oh, he's an actor. Weird, <laughs> that's
1: the weird part, too. It, that, I, man... I didn't yeah. even
0: mean to be rude, but I was like, what? I would yeah. understand How have if you he's... avoided this this entire yeah. time? I would understand if you didn't
2: work in the industry, maybe. But, like, if you in, are in the industry, there's no way to not come across some information about it. Like, if you're on Twitter at all when it's happening, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, right. people are talking
0: about it. Also, watching, like, any sports ever that they've, like, talked about, you know, commercials or whatever, like, I just...
1: I also feel like sometimes people be trolling you because I remember I you know, not you but just us like, people troll people because like to this day I think he's still trolling me because he saw how viscerally upset <laughs> I got but it was this dude in Chicago I just met him and he didn't know who Michael Jordan was. No, that's a joke. That's, yeah, 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 that, yeah, that one is a joke. And I, um, I was like, bro, I'm about to give you these hands. Like, you, you come that on. Is, man. That, that <laughs> one is a joke. Some,
2: sometimes there's a bit. I, for men who are older than me, I will pretend not to know what 911 is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. What happened to 911? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just don't understand. And I think
2: that that's what that guy was doing wow. with Michael he Jordan to. to you. Yeah,
1: because I, I was. There's upset. no way
2: to exist in America and not hear about and Michael I Jordan. Know who Michael yet. Jordan. There's is. no way to exist in China and not know who Michael Jordan. is. Like anywhere the NBA is, people People
1: are hearing about it. Yeah. So maybe he was trolling you. Yeah. Probably not. No,
0: (laughs) I think he truly didn't know what the ESPYs were. God bless him.
1: God bless him. God bless him. You want to know something else that some people might not know about? But Ellery, you found yourself in it. We'll talk about it right after the break. We'll be right back. We back, we back. Jockeys in the room, Danny in the room, Ellery Smith, nobody else, Culture Kings. Ellery, you were in a publication that used to be very popular. And I guess it still is, but with the rise of social media, magazines aren't as popular anymore. It's all online, but I think it's still dope that you were in a Forbes article.
2: Oh, thank you. Uh, It's very funny to me because I'm so... Like openly anti-business and anti yeah. anti-big business, right. and also like anti-mass wealth. Like I'm pretty leftist on Twitter. I'm pretty loud about it. So mm-hmm. when they reached out
0: to me, I was like, "Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know if our brands work together well." Yeah. I thought you were gonna say it's super weird because I'm very poor. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I mean, that's it. like everybody that's been in it. That's a comedian. Like all my comedian friends that are in it. It's yeah. just like I owe eighty thousand in student loans. Yeah, but, I'm broke as um, shit.
1: I'm about to declare but I'm in bankruptcy. In <laughs> but
0: I also think <laughs> <laughs>
2: announces it in a Forbes article. (laughs) i also think though that like the optics of being a comedian makes people think that you are well off when actually like there's just no there's no unless you're at the very top there is no money in it Mm -hmm. and living out here is so expensive and none of us have jobs like where we can pay back our student loans if we have them so it's
1: yeah i'm i'm still on that ibr with my student loans uh, Income based that, that,
2: repayment.
0: Hell
1: yeah. And I'm going to stay on that shit in, as long as I can. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited because with uh, one of my shows, I get to just take the money and give it to. I'm that, just going to pay yes. it off. Oh, that's, that's all amazing. I'm
1: waiting for. I'm like, I am not going to pay a single fucking penny on this until I can pay it all. Yeah. Like, why? why break myself?
2: I guess
0: so I would just say to you know Get away from interest because the interest I rates mean, are so high But
1: that's true Luckily, But you can
0: settle I mean nobody yeah. is paying their student loan So I'm like I'm gonna settle for like thousands Less <laughs> Yeah, just Absolutely. because I know you Desperately want this money from someone
3: Yeah did yeah. you see that
2: article about how uh, Sally Mae employees just Spent 11 days all paid I did. vacation in Hawaii I did. to celebrate that They lent out like six billion dollars this Year oh my god and, that's and insulting. meanwhile so It's insulting and it's also like being Spat in the face like it's just like this student loan debt is like what 1.6 trillion dollars and like mm-hmm. now we watch the people who we are like essentially like financially enslaved to celebrate that yeah it's
1: just <laughs> yo y'all want to go take a trip we put a whole bunch of people in debt oh god like that's wild i just
2: the like i don't the cognitive dissonance to work there is something that i just do not understand it's yeah it's just like it's it would be like i don't i don't know like working on a scam that like calls old people for
0: their credit card numbers yeah. like it's just mm-hmm.
2: so it's like predatory lending at the highest degree yeah. i have some
0: medical debt and uh, getting those calls i'm like you must feel like shit it's not like i went to vegas this is literally from like treatments i had to right. do yeah like, that's another one that really- down Yeah, and I'm sure, like, we've talked about it in group therapy, and they're like, those are people, like, they don't want to be there either. I'm like, okay, but also they're fucking calling me, you know, about, like, the worst, like, moment of my life, like, you know, when you're, like, sick and in the hospital and stuff. And it's also, like, you can't, you have to take the treatment. Like, you can't, there's no option to shop around for something
2: cheaper, especially if it's an emergency. And it's, America's the only country where an indicator of bankruptcy is medical debt. Yeah. The only one. Totally. And it's, it just, it infuriates me to... A degree that it's just, I mean, it's just, it's another form of predatory yeah. lending. It's just so unfair.
1: It's so funny. Somebody, I'm i am trying to get Disney to pay for uh, 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 a Disney this World podcast. trip for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, I, I really want, listen, man, I've pitched this to iHeart. I'm like, we'll see. If I can get to a place in my career where I can have a Disney podcast where they just send me to Disney and I like blog about it. I would do it in a fucking heartbeat. They're so
2: careful about like their IP, though.
1: Oh, they are. Yeah, they are. They're the
2: only people who will like actively seek out people to sue.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. But somebody. I
0: love Disney junkies. Oh, I love Disney. (laughs) Disney, (laughs) you know,
1: I love Disney. Is. I mean, you're a Disney princess. So kind.
0: Disney, I actually do love. They um, they've been great to me.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But somebody was like, "Yo, you should start a, you should start a GoFundMe for it." I was like, nah, man. I need to save that for when totally. I get sick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm broke and in debt because of it. And it was like
2: GoFundMe was the like third like biggest medical lender this year, which is crazy. And that's like, a, like the reason why I think I have like such a chip on my shoulder about billionaires, because it's like, how do you hoard that much wealth knowing that people are suffering at such a high degree? Like in your vicinity, right? Not in some other country, but like yeah. in your hometown, people are like. Killing themselves to try to survive. Yeah. How do you justify having three homes? Like, it's just so morally wrong to me, like black and white, mm-hmm. that it just, ugh.
1: Two homes now?
2: No, one. <laughs> you get one home.
1: <laughs> one home one and home. an apartment somewhere else.
2: Maybe. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I also joking, think, I think like
2: in LA, if you own a home and you are there fewer than three months out of the year, you should be taxed for it. Oh, you should, like an 8% I agree with that. tax oh, if you don't yeah. have a, like a resident. What is it called? Tenant, an, if you don't oh, have a yeah. tenant. A tenant, yeah. yeah, yeah. You deserve yeah. to be taxed on like the value of that empty space.
1: Yeah. Where are you from, Ellery?
2: I'm from Albany, New York.
1: Okay, okay. Would you ever have a home in Albany and in LA? No. No? I'm, I'm, I'm an asshole and I would have one in Chicago. <laughs> I guess, and I mean, that's
2: your favorite. I don't know.
1: I mean, well, I mean, I love, I, wanna, I would love to live in Chicago again, but just not during the winter. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: that makes sense. Yeah,
1: uh, because it's such a great city, but... I would want to have a, pl- and then the thing I would do is I would just have like my grandma stay in, the house. like it yeah, would be well, I mean, her house exactly. or something. Or
2: you could rent it out for three months to somebody who yeah. like wanted to try Chicago out or whatever. Yeah. I mean, Albany sucks. I would never go back. So it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's not like some like cultural, you know, yeah. hot spot that I need to be.
1: Yeah, 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 that's funny. That's funny. Uh, how was it? how is it to forever say you've been in the Forbes magazine uh, article though? That's uh Oh, it's because they talked about your career.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a little bit. Uh, I, I, it's it's I've had sort of like a surreal year, right? Like I was nominated for a Creative Arts Emmy, and it's been a and then I had got that Forbes article, and so it's it's been great. Uh, but it's all very intangible, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's no like money that comes along. With That's true. It. Yeah, you, you
1: think like yeah, I was nominated for an Emmy. I Should be rolling in dough. It feels like yeah, yeah, you should yeah. be rolling in dough. Meanwhile,
2: last year I made $15,000 and I had to survive off credit card debt. Yeah. So it's just, you know. For
0: me, people will be like, oh, you got that Disney money now. I'm right. like, what? I gave yeah. it <laughs> for like a I mean, day. Yeah,
1: that Disney money I spent eight months before that movie came out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. But also, it's like, you, we don't get paid, like, unless you're like, um, Unless you're like Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, you know. Right. Okay, like, you are not getting paid the way that you right. think people
2: think that you're getting paid. And also, uh, like, even at the top, there's so little transparency about wages, right? That some people are getting paid so much money to do the same thing that other people are getting less than half for. And it's yeah. just, there's the, uh, you know, distri- distribution of it is mm-hmm. very off.
1: It is wild. It's fucking wild. But yo again Disney
0: You trying reach to reach out what do you want to do, do? I, I just
1: want free trips to Disney okay <laughs>
0: that's exactly what i is
1: I'm gonna be transparent I just want you, free trips to Disney I'll work for it
0: I'll, I do think that
2: there's like a bunch of like interesting facts about Disney that you could talk about on the podcast like how they're supposed to point with two fingers mm-hmm. and like how you're not allowed to die on the property <laughs> I
1: didn't know that <laughs>
2: their facial hair yeah um, no tattoos no yeah.
1: tattoos oh, well they changed that they changed that where you can have some tattoos but they can't be super visible like I, and i know this because i've uh well jess is has auditioned for characters before and she has a tattoo on her wrist and a tattoo on her like what's this called i don't know a, an arm? <laughs> uh, for yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had a tattoo like uh, on the inside and they didn't care about that even though it was visible they didn't care about that but the one on her wrist oh, is the one they cared about and so is, they've changed. They're like the Yankees, though, where you can't have facial hair. Oh, that's and so silly to me. I don't, especially playing baseball. That's, Espe- that's
2: what I mean, especially with the Yankees. Yeah. I get, like, if you're a character or whatever. And isn't there, like, a club underneath Disney? Yeah, Club, club 33. 33.
1: Yeah, it's in the New Orleans, uh, New Orleans world or uh, square, square, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, have you been?
0: I will talk to you after this podcast. Go, go, go. I'm like I'm trying to figure out what you're trying to do. Um, I will talk to you to try Let's to talk. help you. Let's talk. Let's <laughs> talk.
1: Let's talk. I have ideas. I have ideas, and I'm not gonna tell people so you can steal my shit. I would
0: just, the only thing, like they're pretty chill, like a bunch of them follow me, they're very chill about letting me be me, and still like, you know, I just, I work tangentially, like I've hosted some things for them as like a correspondent or something, Mm -hmm. like I'm not, um, I always remind people, like Sarah Silverman was also in my franchise, like also in my thing, so it's Mm -hmm. not, like I, I can still joke about things, but I'm not actively, I don't know I think there's people that like because if you will joke like I'll never be at Disney I'm like that's because I feel like you're purposely trying to get brands to not sponsor you (laughs) I was like some of the stuff you say whereas mine like I try to I don't know like I try to make sure that it's it's funny I talk about my sex life I talk about whatever but there's like you gotta leave the door open for stuff like that yeah it's hard to like
2: You shouldn't burn bridges that don't exist yet.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: People will
0: do that. They'll be like, "I wish I got it," because I went to um, like Endgame. Like, they invited me to the premiere, and they're like, "I wish I got invited to premiere." I'm like, "You literally shit on them constantly." I don't know why they would reach out to you. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and people just don't understand that. I think, uh, you know, in our field especially, there's so many people watching at all times, and when you look at like Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, like, I I mean, you can be someone that just says everything, but I also think like if you're shitting on a show and then you're trying to pitch to that network might not be the smartest thing Yeah. yeah
1: that's why first thing you should do is scrub your twitter and stop talking yeah. shit. Yeah, in college, in college, I like, <laughs> like went off
2: on Comcast a little bit, and then as an adult, I had to go back and like. And
1: <laughs> I was like, never mind, Comcast. Did you go on Comcast cable?
2: Uh, internet. Internet. It, I was like, you're a monopoly. I don't have any <laughs>
3: options.
1: <laughs> All true shit though. All true shit. Can you imagine if like because NBC owns Comcast now, or Comcast owns NBC? I don't know who it is, but can you imagine if you were up for a job there? And they was like,
2: all
1: right, you talk some shit about your internet bill in uh, 2015. <laughs> like
0: 2011, honestly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so.
1: And uh, we don't need you to take back what you said about Xfinity. <laughs> 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 that would be so wild. <laughs> I
0: also just, in general, now, unless it's, if it's racist, then I have no problem. If the person is a piece of shit or it's racist, like they're, they've they harmed women in some way, mm-hmm. or they've they've been a piece of shit to minorities, I have no problem talking about that publicly. But if it's just a show that I didn't vibe with, now that I know like so much of what goes on behind the scenes, how how much it changes from what the writer probably originally wanted, the director, the actors, there's so much that they don't control, that mm-hmm. I'm not just going to shit on a property. Like I see people doing that and it's just like I
2: will I- say there's also like a polite way to talk about to like analyze or discuss your opinion around a property. And yeah. You don't have to shit on it or like be mean about the people that created it because you're right it's like it's so much work and there's so few things that get made in this town right Mm -hmm. so like to put anything on is a feat in and of itself
1: yeah that's why it was so interesting to me so many people in the entertainment industry how bad they were shitting on Game of Thrones this past season do you mean like the
2: mistakes like the continuity uh, mistakes uh,
1: I mean yeah I don't have a problem with saying like I didn't like the direction of it but saying shit like these writers are terrible. The writers room was awful. And I'm just like, you know how hard these people worked to create this show. And you're just dismissing all the actors who fucking worked all the crew, all the, to say, this is the work. This show shouldn't even have been made. You're essentially just saying, "Oh, so many people shouldn't have had jobs this year."
0: I think another thing is people. People will be like, "I wasted ten years." I'm like, "No, oh, I, no you you, didn't. you, you enjoyed, enjoyed you enjoyed like nine plus years yeah. that you." I now you're upset about how one it's wrapping, episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just don't like, care about it enough to be in that community.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've never seen it, but I do think that people like fandoms at a certain point feel like the property belongs to them. And that like, you know, to do anything to it that they don't appreciate is sacrosanct. And it's that's not true. <laughs> it's just not true.
1: The only thing that belongs to anybody is the OC. The <laughs> OC belongs to all of us. Yeah, the that's OC the is eternal. <laughs> that's, that's the show that belongs wow. to us. You that's know, bring it people. back. I want to see. I want to see where the OC Coens reboot. and the Atwoods are at. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about you and uh, Robot Chicken and just kind of your journey and your path there. How has that been for you?
2: Uh, it's, it's been amazing. It was, uh, it was <laughs> my first job out of college, which is so stupid to say, cause it's like so privileged. But I, uh, I did my last semester out here in LA and I knew somebody at Adult Swim cause I, they had seen me do stand up and were following me on Twitter. So I asked if I could submit a spec and I did and then I got a meeting and then I got the job and then I dropped out of college and I just kept doing it.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah. The dream, drop out of college.
2: Well, I ran out of money. (laughs) I ran out of money, (laughs) and I was like, "I'm not taking on any debt for this." Yeah. So, you know, it was it just like is what made sense at the time. And now that I am not like a full time writer, I'm like, should I have finished college? Maybe.
1: Right. Well, I mean, all right. So, is that is that what you want to continue to do? Is Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: I'm I'm a stand up because there's like very little barrier to entry for stand up. It's something that you can do without having to get hired. Uh So it's a way to like stay relevant. Uh, But what I really want to be is, like, staffed on shows.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What type of shows are you looking?
2: All kinds. I mean, mostly, like, dark comedies. Like, I really enjoyed Baskets. I really enjoyed Dairy Girls. I really enjoyed Chewing Gum this Mm. year. Like, the Michaela Cole Chewing Gum. It was Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. fucking good. Uh, And I wanted another season, but it never happened.
1: Maybe it will. Have they officially canceled it?
2: No, no, no. But it's been a few years. Okay. it's been It's like Netflix, right? Two or three. Yeah, it's on Netflix, yeah. but I believe the BBC bought it first. So stuff like that, that sort of like really pushes that, uh, I don't know, like the, the funniest parts of a terrible existence.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, my, my manager wants me to start writing more and I've never considered myself a writer. Mm hmm. And it's so interesting because you went. To, did you go to college for writing? Or, yeah, I went to Emerson
2: yeah. for uh, my major was writing for television and film, which yeah. is a major that no longer exists because so few people were getting jobs. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's so weird to me because like I went to college for acting, and I know we. Did you become, go to DePaul? I went to Columbia College. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 which was same. DePaul was right down the street and all that good shit. But for me, and this is a mental block I know I have to get over but for me it just seems unfair of me to to start writing now and then say all right let me get in a writers room now and i know like that's jumping ahead when there's people who I know, like they went to school for writing and but shit like that. True. that's true. So- that's true
2: about people who act, right? Who, oh, like, very have been- true about so people. Who <laughs> act, you're really yeah. just like cutting yourself off at the head. I like you should just get into it, dude.
0: I mean, every time with this show like mm-hmm. that I'm doing, I just was like, "What would a white dude do?" Yeah, he would just, and he would not take no. It. Like, yeah, but, but it's like- been
2: so hard to like channel that confidence mm-hmm. because it's so. And here's what I love about Caroline Calloway is that if you know who she is, she has the confidence. Of a white man who comes from intergenerational money and it's amazing.
1: Mm, I don't know the story, but I keep hearing the name on Twitter. She's
2: I mean, it's gonna take too long to get this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's surreal.
0: Yeah. For me, it was just like, um, on one of my projects, my producers were like, We think you need a showrunner attached, like you're newer, you know, I'm younger than like the average um Creator, I would say, and and uh, I said no. I said there's so many men I know, white dudes that I know that could um, make a show about a talking fart, and um, it would get six seasons on Adult Swim. No mm-hmm. offense to them, <laughs> but they love white guys and their ideas. And I was like, absolutely not. I'm gonna. I think that my show is just as good, and I don't need somebody extra people attached to sell it. And that was the truth. Mm-hmm. And that was the first thing my manager did was call me. She's like, do you remember when they said that you needed a showrunner for this? And I was like, you know how long that would have taken me extra time, like extra months Mm -hmm. to attach a showrunner? I would have to send my scripts out to showrunners. I'd have to meet with them and see who vibed well, who I wanted on my thing. Like, it was just insane. As opposed to just being, instead of doing all that, I was like, what would white guy do? Oh, he would just be like, no, I'm good enough. That is, that's amazing to me. Like, that's
2: like mind blowing. Like, I, that's like who I want to be. Like, that's, I mean, it's so hard, especially like if you are not like really established yet. It's so hard to turn people down if they have bad advice. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But like, good for you for like knowing what you wanted your project
0: to look like and like sticking to that. I saw too many dudes get a chance. Mm -hmm. And even ones that I dated and it was just like straight, yeah, same thing, like straight out of college, they immediately have a TV job. And I'm like, you have literally like no experience, like even though I know college, but I'm like, you don't actually have as much experience in the room, like Mm -hmm. actually do, or interesting as interesting stories i think also like people of color have a very interesting story of how they view america it's just not the same for them Mm -hmm. there's also no
2: uh story about a white man that has not been told already yeah it's just different versions of the same thing but it's like from the beginning of entertainment history until now that has been the narrative so there's no
0: take on it that has not been already
2: touched yeah yeah. And
0: for two shows that I'm doing They're two very different Latinas And I'm like I feel still we're still So singularly put In a box where we're not allowed Like a Latina that's into anime A, a Latina that's into you know comic books And whatever and like we're so put in Like different boxes where you can't be All of these things and For me, it was just like, I want to show how different we are. Um, And I have stories to tell that haven't been told yet. But it literally just took me banking on myself. Actually, it was because Matthew Cherry tweeted in July, I think he said, um, sometimes you just have to bet on yourself. And I literally was like before my meeting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nope, I don't need it. I don't need anyone else attached. I think I can sell this with my script. I think I wrote a dope script. I think I have a dope Bible. I think that I can do this. Yeah so
1: and you did it and yeah you did it. I mean I who that. knows
0: like in the I know I'm saying this now and things Gloria Calderon Kellett I mean, who's one of my mentors she just tweeted today about a bunch of projects that she had this year that fell through mm-hmm. because she said I want even though she has one day at a time and she's uh, directing a bunch of things she said I want you to see the other side I had an animated movie that fell through I had a movie I was directing that fell through so I'm saying all this knowing that my stuff could fall through but at least I've I got this like at least I have these offers at least I have this like I'm able to you know studio said oh yeah no you are talented enough and we want to put money on this right and a
1: lot of times it just takes when you bet on yourself having that affirmed yeah that's all it takes and to have that confidence because I mean we're all in the entertainment industry we know I've said this a lot our, our careers are just a series of fucking like uh, floors where you break through the ceiling and then there's another ceiling mm-hmm. above you and another ceiling above you but it still doesn't make light of the fact that you broke through a ceiling yeah. yeah, and you keep getting to that next level and that next level and that next level and like that should be celebrated and that should be that should be uh uh and that should be celebrated it, it, like it, when we book our first thing Right. Mm -hmm. Whenever you book your first thing, whether it's co-star, guest star, your first writer's room, anything, when you get your first job, the excitement that you have behind it. It's wild that for us it's expected that we can no longer have that excitement if you're on like your 15th job.
2: Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. I think like I like I uh, worked on a video game this year. I wrote dialogue and I got Mm -hmm. I got to voice direct and Mm -hmm. it was. And I've never done that before. And it was amazing. It felt like opening a present on Christmas day. Like I'm still so in love with TV and entertainment that everything I do feel like I got to go to WB animation to like have in general. Right. Mm -hmm. And I've, been on tons of generals but even then I was like look where I am. Oh
1: no that's what I'm I, I think we actually agree because that's what I'm saying like, it's, like no matter whether it's your first or your 15th you can be just as happy yeah, yeah. and excited and, and it's I, also like if
2: you thought about what you wanted when you started you probably yeah. have all of it right like if, yeah. you, if you like think about like when you were in college or a kid and you were like what does my career look like oh I want to be a working writer I've done that mm-hmm. so it's like of course I want more but I'm so excited to be able to do what I wanted to do like how yeah. many people actually get to achieve that that's amazing how
1: many i have a question i want to ask both of you guys and i'll do it right after the break we'll be back We back we back we back we back all right here's a question that edgar usually asks i'm gonna ask both of you i'm gonna kick it to you first ellery i'm a producer i have i'm a powerful producer i have as much money in the world and i call you up and say hey ellery i have x amount of money for you no blank check you can write whatever you want on it for you to create whatever you want to create what would that be
2: I would do a I would do a TV show. I often think that I, I wouldn't want to be a showrunner because I uh, I I do better with direction than giving direction. Mm-hmm. But I feel inside of me that there might be a show that I want to direct and write. And I think it like I feel like specifically in comedy there is very little feminine energy, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not necessarily who I am like in my everyday life. But it's sort of the role I've leaned into in entertainment because I think that women very often like traditionally performative feminine women are written as like ditzy or dumb or you know flat like one-dimensional and that's just like has not been my experience and so i want to write something like that
1: dope <laughs> what uh, would it be episodic would it be yeah it'd be
2: episodic uh, I, th- I think i uh, may be like a series. single
1: cam
2: single cam probably i mean multi-cam is so hard to do well and also audiences are now so jarred by it because it's not the norm Mm. And also, uh, I mean locations. I would love to do locations.
1: Mm. I that is, it's so weird. Like the little check boxes we have. One of my big check boxes is, and that this has only happened once. But I want to be in something where I can have multiple costumes. Yes,
3: <laughs> I'm tired yes.
1: of being in shit, and yes. I'm in the same. Even like even things that I've been in where, uh, like I have been in something where I've had multiple costumes. But even things I've been on set more than one day. I'm still in the same... I want to be in something where I Outfit can be... Outfit change. Yeah. yeah. That's
2: how I feel about music licensing. I wish that like I had an endless budget mm-hmm. for music licensing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I could like create the thing I wanted to create with the tonal music vibe, but that just is not how it works. It's <laughs> not how
1: it works, and it's so... It's
2: so frustrating. It is,
1: because I'll listen to... Even for the podcast, I'll just hear a song that I haven't heard in a while and be like,
2: damn. Damn, I want this. I would
1: love Because back when we were against the grain, which I probably shouldn't say this too loud because now people can go listen and probably cease and desist it. But we used <laughs> music that we weren't supposed to use. All I mean we kinda did that on Culture Kings too until iHeart said, Y'all niggas gotta stop. Uh, y'all <laughs> Was that their language around? Money, it? <laughs> <right>? <laughs> y'all costing us a lot of fucking money. We would play full songs and we wow, wouldn't give a shit.
0: that's hilarious. That is yeah. <laughs> <That's>
1: So <laughs> we funny. wouldn't give a shit. But but yeah, that is something that I wish too that you can you hear a song? You just think you can just put
0: it in your thing. Yeah. This
1: would be so dope to be in something I'm doing. Dope! I love that. I love that. What about you, Danny?
0: Um. Well, I feel like I do have a couple of things that are popping off right now. But so I would take all of that money and I mm-hmm. would bribe Lucasfilm to be in Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> To
1: be in Star Wars, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, well, how about Do this? You know, I forgot who you it could is. create your own Star Wars with.
0: I'm not gonna be an incel and like make the like Star Wars wasn't good enough, so I'm making no. my own, right?
1: Right, right, um, But wouldn't you
0: love to add to the canon? Yeah, no, that's I mean, that's what I mean is like I would want to be in it, also. I think with um Oscar Isaac and um Diego Luna, and like I, I can't remember where they're from, but it was like I we claimed. This planet as like the Latinx planet I know people will know what I'm talking about I can't remember what it was but it was like Apparently that's where all of us are coming from Mm -hmm. (laughs) So um, Yeah I want to be in there too I want to be one of them I don't know how many uh, Latinas that we have in it Uh, And I also don't follow all of the franchises Because I know oh we have one in um, Is it Rebels She's one of the pilots I interviewed her can't remember but anyways I want to be one of them okay yeah hell yeah just manifesting that and or getting a billion dollar check and just forcing and just forcing to- yourself
1: <laughs> it would be so <laughs> there's like yo danny i got all this money you can create whatever you want give me that money
2: <laughs> so i can give it to somebody and I'll else i <laughs> gonna
1: be like yo lucas
2: she goes Don't to the ranch. I'm only
1: saying that because I'm already making stuff. I'm already oh, making original content,
0: so and that's already like funded. So yeah. I so I just want to do selfishly something for myself, which is I
1: fucking love Uh
0: be in a Star Wars.
1: Have you <laughs> have either one of you guys been to the Star Wars land at Disney yet?
0: No, I haven't, I haven't gone yet. I haven't, I haven't gone been
1: yet. to
2: Disney out here. What? Yeah.
1: Have you, you been, would
0: love
2: it
1: you would love it Are I don't you know. are you not a fan are you not a fan of parks and I,
2: I uh, no I don't like crowds and uh, okay. roller, roller coasters really scare me
1: then you probably so. love it actually <laughs> and there's... I also
2: hate to spend money so it's really not my not right, my place okay
1: uh, that's three for three that's three <laughs> for three you probably probably would not yeah you probably because yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're gonna spend money
0: I like going on rainy days rainy it's days hard my and I because there's like nobody, nobody there.
1: there rainy days are to fucking oh, it's best it's so fun I haven't been I got engaged at Disney World and I oh, haven't really? been yeah and that's I haven't adorable. been since uh, and not because I don't want to go You want
2: them to pay for you to go. go. Also, it's hard to top that experience.
1: It is, it is. But I mean, I had I had a passport out here for years, and I let it expire, and I could get another one. But I'm also also spoiled myself because I, for like four years, had the top one, uh, which was no blackout dates and anything like that. And instead of just saying, just spend what you can and go get like the three hundred dollar one, like nah. Gotta wait for
0: that thousand dollars. <laughs> it's a thousand dollars. It's, it's yeah. close. Yeah, it that. is. I think I got one and I just was like, I didn't use it as much as I
1: Ellery yeah. <laughs> like, that's too much damn money, my man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am still like very
2: poor. So yeah.
0: it's uh that amount of money is making I mean, me sweat. <laughs> I'm poor
1: too. I'm poor too, so it's stupid that I spend it.
0: I get a bunch of money at once, and then I'm like, I have all this money and I will always have it. Yeah. So then I spend it. But I also try to manifest getting more money, if that makes sense. It is not, uh, do not do this. But <laughs> for what me, I'm doing. I there was a showrunner I listened to, and she was like, "I bought this apartment, and I just, you know, when people have kids, and and there, this is, I feel like everybody, and it's like, how are we going to afford them? But mm-hmm. you find a way, you find a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she, the energy she was doing. She was like, "I bought this apartment, like I just wanted it so badly, and I was going to manifest or create a way that I was going to be able to keep well, it." That, and she, did. you're right,
2: that's stress, like. Forces yeah. you to find a way to make it work, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think it is possible. I just am like a very timid, like, like very, you know, scared person, and nah, so I like, I tend not to take risks. <laughs> go, go
1: ahead and sign that lease for that five thousand dollar a month Jesus you Christ! Know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, you gonna have to find a way to make it yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, word. I get it. <laughs> it is no, I I'm like doing that right now too, where it's just the universe keeps. Giving me right. the things that the I need go to keep going. Um like I've booked a lot of VO work this year.
2: Oh, congratulations. And most fun. It's the most it's, fun. it's a
1: lot of fun and also just when I've when I've been like, man, I probably won't be able to pay rent next month. And then I'll book a job. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, there we go. <laughs> there we go. But then there's the flip side. It was like, one of these months, this shit is going to I got to stop. I got to stop this shit. <laughs> I hear but
2: you. I also think like uh, I'm here for a long time, not a good time. And that mm-hmm. means budgeting very hard. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I don't. I don't do much fun stuff. Are you but, are you a budgeter? Uh sort of. I, I have like a spreadsheet that I should be filling out, but I don't. But I just like try to pay close attention to what's coming in and what's going out. Yeah. And like where it's going.
1: That's smart. Are you a budgeter, Danny?
0: No, I'm in the world of like I don't know how much longer we're gonna be above water. Yeah. So I'm just gonna do myself right I, now. I saw you say something <laughs> about you. Me. want
1: yourself a Tesla.
0: You got a Tesla? No, oh, you want one? I'm going oh. to, I think Shit. next year.
1: <gasps> All right. Free ride.
0: Well so my concern <laughs> my concern is that and, and by the way, people, this is like I'm very poor. It's just that like this is what happens when you sell something yeah. and then who knows if I'll ever sell anything ever again. Yeah. Um but uh So I want a Tesla because they're good for the environment. However, I literally was like, will I be able to get around during the apocalypse? Uh, Because if electricity is out, this is a a real conversation. I Like if I have Mm. to Mad Max it, am I going to be able to drive to wherever I need to go? Well, I think that
2: that's like a real concern. Like if you consider like what might happen during an earthquake, like electricity might go out. So that's a real concern. Is
1: Tesla all electric, no gas at all?
0: I think so. But you could find a generator, right? I really don't know if I will have time for these. During the apocalypse, (laughs) yeah. Whereas, like you know, in all the movies, you just see someone like get in a jeep and they take off, and I'm like, what if my thing is like out of (laughs) of power? (laughs) But everybody was like, if if there's no power, then the gas pumps aren't going to work either. I'm like, but gas is still something you can stock up to some Mm, extent. Yeah, Mm, that's true.
1: That's true. That's true. Unless it's the Walking Dead, and you can also siphon. Never runs out. You can siphon. Oh, like like suck gas out of people's shit. You can't do it. Like, you guys remember me, myself, and Irene? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: All right. So <laughs> every time I think of siphoning gas, I think of and he didn't siphon gas in this, but he was pissing in somebody's like gas tank. <laughs> oh yeah. And when I was a kid, well, whenever that movie came out, however old I was, uh when you in high school and you do stupid shit, somebody was just like, "Yo." It was right when we had point-and-shoot cameras and they were popular and people still had them. Somebody was like, yo, I'm going to do that. I'm going to put my dick in somebody's gas tank. Take a picture, right? And, of course, we were like 15. We was like, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Man, he got caught and got his ass beat so Oh man. <laughs> because he was and the dude who the dude whose car he did that in was like a dude as big as Ify <laughs> And he came out and gave him hands one, two. And oh, we all goodness. ran. We ran our ass like we was like, yo, you on your own, bro. Oh, so
2: funny <laughs> but to me. I'll, that's, you can't fuck another man's car You, you can't, can't fuck another it.
1: And true. he wasn't pissing at it He just wanted the picture He just oh wanted gosh. the picture But whenever I think of siphoning gas I think of Yo know, Reese I hope you out there making it bro. <laughs> I hope you out there making it man I hope life is good for you dude Hope your jaw is healed. Oh my god! Oh
3: goodness!
1: It was so wild. Uh, Ellery, what's some other stuff coming down the pipe that you want people to know about? Some things. You also host a show, Funnelingus. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, I don't have uh,
2: much going on like project wise. If you want to staff me, I'm available. Ah, But yes, I run Funnelingus. We're about to celebrate our two year anniversary November 9th at Junior High in Los Angeles. It's a all female non binary stand up show, and it's it's the best.
1: That's dope. It's. um, as a fellow showrunner, it is dope to get to that 2 year mark.
2: Yeah, I mean it's been intensely stressful, but also I've had I just brought on a producer Dana Donnelly who's amazing on Twitter and she is she is amazing. She has such good insight about everything and she's so because the show is like inherently political, right? Mm-hmm. Because we focus on people who are not focused on in comedy and she is like laser focused on elevating voices that she thinks are important. And like I trust her taste, you know, bar none. Dope. Yeah.
1: Dope. When is it again?
2: Uh, November 9th at Junior High, Los Angeles, Hollywood Boulevard.
1: Do you guys have monthly shows or? Uh, yeah.
2: It's once a month. We'll probably take a break for like some winter months, right? Because mm-hmm. people leave LA. But yeah, we're we're every month and fuck yeah. For now, I think we're gonna keep going with it. Hell yeah, yeah Hell it's been yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: Keep that. We need we 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 need shows like that. We need shows. But also as a showrunner, I also get how sometimes it can be tiring too. Oh,
2: it's so stressful. I just also, stepped down
1: from a show I've been running for four years oh, really? last month and. I've never felt better. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was also losing like a ton of money on the show. Yeah. So it's it's hard to like keep that going. But yeah. it's I mean it's it's a great for lack of a better word, it's a great networking opportunity. Yeah. It's yeah. like I meet people who I respect but would never get to run into.
1: Right, right. Well shit. As long as you're willing to do it, we need that show in this space, so keep on doing it. That's dope. Danny.
0: You know, I have a podcast on this network in the room that's right over. uh, It's Nerdificent. Oh, shit. And uh, we tackle fandoms. We try to remove a lot of toxicity and gatekeeping Mm -hmm. in the nerd space, which is a space that we grew up in but was kind of kept from or like pushed out of in ways. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Iffy and I talk about, yeah, we just uh, had Michael Price, who's a showrunner for FSU. I love Michael Price. He's great. great. And he's also a writer on The Simpsons. He was one of the original writers for All Real Monsters. So he came on. Uh, We're doing all October uh, Halloween episodes. so we've tackled Chucky is another one we have coming up, Child's Play, uh, and Stephen King. So, yeah, those are some of the things we're Apparently, tackling this
1: month. Apparently, still writing. Well, yeah, I know he's still writing, but I didn't know that he wrote a sequel to The Shining. He did? Oh. That's a movie, It's a movie coming out, I think. Oh, shit. And I thought it was just a Hollywood bastardization. Like, they just wanted <laughs> a sequel to The Shining. And it was like, no, he wrote this. I don't know
0: if he would allow that to happen. Like, he does That's not true. need money. No. So yeah. I think he he's so picky about his as he should be yeah about what happens to his ip yeah Yeah. i loved seeing him in it uh he popped up and yeah um so it was great
1: that's dope that's dope guys it's been a pleasure having both of you on danny you know your spot is forever reserved (laughs) thank you always welcome ellery thank you so much
2: thank you
3: for having me for coming
1: on where can people find both of you
2: you can find me at ellery smith e-l-l-o-r-y smith Mm -hmm. on twitter
1: very I, funny twitter follow don't
2: look at my instagram please <laughs> no nah,
1: we're gonna look now nah, we're gonna look
2: don't look at her she said don't look i'm like really right. bad with pictures I, it's, it's, it's pictures are like stupid stuff
0: i'm at Ms. danny fernandez m-s-d-a-n-i-f-e-r-n-a-n-d-e-z and uh what was i gonna say oh yeah we didn't talk about porn we didn't and i only touched on trauma a tiny bit
1: i know we was, we're growing yeah. we're growing I'll have you back and we'll t- touch instead on I was just like porn. look at all the
0: stuff that I'm doing I remember when I came on here and I was dirt poor now I'm rising up hell
1: yeah listen I fucking love it I love it listen alright we gotta figure out the next thing we're gonna talk about we're I'm gonna talk down. about secession
0: cause I wanted to, I asked both about- of
1: you before and Danny was like I've just seen the last episode <laughs>
0: and that's I like, it. I saw like the first episode of the last episode. Yeah. So
1: she's seen the book ends and said Ella is like I'm this close to muting the fuck out of this session. So <laughs> I don't need I, any more rich white
0: families. <laughs> I don't need them. Sorry.
3: Oh
1: you're, it's triggering. The that's Murdochs already exist. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's very true. Well they did have a rapping episode so if you wow. need and it was a white man rapping and it was as bad as it that sounds. Yeah It That tracks. I'll talk about it with somebody. <laughs> somebody. Hey guys, at Edgar Monplazier on Twitter, awful on the gram. I'm at Jacques Neal on everything. Culture King's pod on everything. Listen, I know Edgar's been trying to tell y'all that fall is here. And I know officially the calendar has switched and fall is here. But in Los Angeles, it's about to be 95 degrees in the next couple of days. So fuck a fall. All <laughs> right, it's still summertime. Get your thigh meat out. Go ahead and show your arms. Buy some merch. We still got the tanks. We still got the tees. But also get your sweatshirts. Get your hoodies. That's the more expensive merch. That gets us more money. So go ahead and buy that shit, y'all. Tpublic.com slash Culture Kings is where you can get it. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a pleasure. Danny, will you ride us out on the deep cut of the week? Any song that's in
0: your mind right now? I've been listening to Maya's My Love Is Like Whoa. Ooh.
1: Mm -hmm. shit shit.
0: uh huh can you take us out on that
1: let's get out let let me tell you something Maya was my Maya was my Beyonce before Mm -hmm. Beyonce was Beyonce alright so my love is like well this is a classic from Maya let's ride out to that we like you we love you this has been Culture Kings goodbye